0: Welcome back to Faction Wars, a new world podcast. My name is Taylor Allen, and I am joined this week by one Joby Butler. Joby, hello. How are you doing?
1: Hello, Taylor. I'm doing quite well. Thank you for asking. Good, good, good. Excited to be here with you today.
0: We have a short episode this week, everyone, because Amazon Game Studios, who has been radio silent for two weeks, just posted today, hey, we're back from our holiday break, which... I'm happy for them, I'm glad that they were able to take some time, get a break with their families and stuff. This game has been probably exhausting for the last two years of their lives, so glad they were able to uh, take a little bit of a breather, but that means we don't really have any news, no patch notes, we don't have any new cosmetics coming out or anything like that, so this is going to be a little bit more of a relaxed episode, uh, just kind of talking about the state of the game, what we've been doing lately... Um, I want to talk a little bit about war meta and and what at least we've been seeing on our server and and, kind of the state of the weapons and things like that. Um, We will have a Joby's Lore Lowdown episode three this week, um, which will be great for all you dorks out there. Um, Yeah, nice short episode of Faction Wars this week. Uh, For those of you that don't know, though, Faction Wars, a new world podcast, has all of the latest news, tips, and tricks from around Eternum. If you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure that you give us a follow on your favorite podcast listening app. And if you're listening on iTunes, a review would be very much appreciated. If you want to support this podcast and help us grow even more, you can go over to patreon.com slash dual screen streams, which is the home of faction wars, just like our Patreon producers, F and H Paul Colton, the apprentice Nestler and Vegas girl on fire. This show could not exist without all of the incredible generosity from you folks. So if you help us over there, thank you all very, very much. Now, Let's talk about some new world, Joe. I've been playing a bunch, and I'm very bummed out because uh, for the next couple of days, I'm not going to be able to play because I'm going to CES for work. So, I'm uh, I'm going to have to take a, a couple day break from the game, and I'm sad about it.
1: Yeah, that is sad, man. And I'm also sad about it because I won't I won't be able to roam around a turn with my good pirate buddy. Yeah. But uh, CES is cool, so that, that'll be exciting. I think, you know, the old, you'll come back with a lot of fun, exciting, technology-related experiences, so that's cool. <laughs>
0: Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I'm just going to be stuck in, uh, in my company's booth the whole time, and I'm not going to get to, like, see anything cool.
1: Have you uh, ever done a booth-related activity like that before? No, I haven't. This is a, a
0: totally new experience for me. Never been to CES, never done a booth or anything, so... Uh we'll yeah. see how it goes, but I it's a quick turnaround, man. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. Uh so we're recording this Wednesday night. I leave Thursday morning and then I come back Friday evening. So I just basically spend two days in a booth and then come home. I don't even yeah. get to like spend an extra day hanging out in Vegas or whatever. So
1: <laughs> Well, I, I was gonna say, like I've I've done a few booth activities, um, and I feel like one of the fun parts is getting to know all the other booth owners i guess you could say yeah um it's it's usually like i don't know people are cool to each other and kind of become a little bit buddy buddy and especially at ces i'm imagining there's probably some pretty pretty cool uh people trying to show off their stuff so i'm I'm sure you'll meet some exciting fun people
0: yeah hopefully i need to get in tight with the uh the samsung guys and get that dope new uh (laughs) like what was it a 55 inch like massive curved monitor you see that thing
1: no I, i i haven't but they
0: they revealed it today it's like one of those ultra wide curved like massive monitors like 8k or whatever it it is just like so obscenely over the top like way more than anyone would ever need but you know maybe maybe if i get lucky they can they can hook me up with one of those
1: yeah man one day we'll all just be like strapped into our, our 8k curved monitor battle stations and live yeah. in the metaverse it'll be great yeah have our
0: haptic vests on and our vr helmets and whatnot
1: yep yep Yep.
0: yep. unrelated to new world very exciting the news about uh psvr 2 i'm i'm excited about that vr mm-hmm. normally makes me uh hurl a little bit makes me want to throw up but I'm, I'm hoping maybe a little bit higher fidelity uh vr will make that a little better for me i don't know we'll see Yeah. i'll, I'll have to have one of my friends like you buy it and then i'll come over and try it out
1: that sounds like a good plan (laughs) i i have a brother who works for facebook and they let their employees take home Oculus's. oh nice to like try them out for however long they want yeah so um i I got to go over and and play a bit when i was visiting but it's it's cool to see how much they're invested in vr it's like one of their most like one of their biggest things that they're investing in Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the biggest things is yeah trying to reduce sickness from using vr so i'm sure one day you'll be able to enjoy it
0: fingers crossed fingers crossed i can't wait to have those screens just strapped directly to my eyeballs yep yep. it's gonna be great (laughs) all right joe let's talk a little bit about new world um i have noticed over the last month or so probably a a shift in the meta when it comes to pvp so i wanted to to touch on that a little bit um and this may not be the case on all servers but i've noticed especially since uh the bulk of the server merges have been rolled out um that this shift has is it, it, at least if reddit is a good um indicator uh, has been pushing its way through the majority of servers uh, and that is the Void Gauntlet. Like, I, I was talking with other people in our faction in Discord today. We're wanting 20 to 30 Void Gauntlets in every war. because really? Because the powers, like the, uh, um, the ability modifiers that you can get on your gear are so strong. Nullifying Oblivion is one of the strongest abilities in the entire game. Remind me
1: which one that is.
0: So, Oblivion is the one where you put the, like, big purple ring on the ground. And if you have Mm -hmm. Nullifying Oblivion, it removes all of the temporary buffs from all of the enemies standing within the circle. So, you can just send, like, a, a... a suicide bomber into like the pack of enemies that have sacred ground and beacon and stuff all over them, drop a nullifying oblivion and all of that's gone. They don't get the healing from sacred ground anymore. They don't get the healing from beacon. They lose their fortify. Like all of those temporary timed buffs get totally wiped out. Oh, and you can just melt an entire group. So you sacrifice one person, but then you have everyone go in with hammer CCs and gravity wells, and you keep them in that circle, uh and just beat them down. And it's insane how quickly, like, you can target anti heals You know?
1: Well, yeah, that's huge. I, I didn't realize that it would it would take out things like, because I've I've heard of that. You know, obviously, like void goblins, kind of a debuff. Mm-hmm yeah that that type of weapon but like i didn't realize it could take down things like sacred ground or yep like active abilities that other people are using but that's really cool yeah
0: and that's why the void gauntlet charms for um nullifying sacred ground and putrefying scream are selling for so much on all the servers right now like i i sold a, a void gauntlet charm for putrefying scream for like 6k the other day oh, geez. yeah
1: does that Be- does that add disease to the the scream ability? yeah so it
0: it uh adds disease they're obviously rooted uh and they have like a 30 percent reduction to all healing so if you can do that into a big group and you've got a lot of cc you know you put down your nullifying oblivion do putrefying scream then you have your people just wail on them like it's a death sentence yeah and and so everyone who's going really hard in pvp right now are uh scrambling to get these modifiers on their gear to make sure that they can take advantage of it and i've seen so many different combinations like we've been talking about uh tanks using sword and shield and void gauntlet on war defense uh like a warhammer void gauntlet or great axe void gauntlet obviously you've got like the mage and the healer builds that kind of play in it too where you know people are using life staff void gauntlet or people are using um you know Uh, ice gauntlet void gauntlet things like that um and it's just so powerful um i have a feeling that those abilities are likely going to get nerfed uh in the near future because the the negation of all of the buffs can like turn the tide of a fight so quickly um i i feel like it's tuned a little bit too strong i think putrefying scream is probably fine uh, maybe if the root was a little bit shorter. Um,
1: well, so I'm assuming with putrefying scream, the disease, like, because it's not like a, a fixed percentage, is it? Does I would assume it scales off of like your focus or your intelligence or something, right?
0: No, the disease is thirty percent. It's a thirty percent reduction 30%. to healing.
1: Yeah. Because well, I was gonna say, like, what what makes that especially strong is that it seems like those two. Well, yeah, those two abilities like don't require you to be specced into whatever the void gauntlet yep. is.
0: Exactly. Right?
1: So you could you could have someone that's like all strength or all con or something go in and still get just as an effective of a of a debuff off. So yep. that's pretty crazy.
0: Yep. Put like fifty points into focus or something just in case they need it. But uh yeah, yeah. That, that's what everyone has been doing is they, they just spec as normal for the most part and then um have a void gauntlet as their secondary. So obviously that loses a little bit of versatility. Um, you know, you, you're not seeing as many like great axe, Warhammer users and stuff like that, but, um, it has made, uh, having a void gauntlet and having a very good void gauntlet, a must in, you know, those large scale PVP situations.
1: Yeah. Well, that's cool though. I, I I always like when the meta for stuff like that gets thrown, thrown around a bit. So, Uh i'm I'm glad that something is happening um but yeah, maybe they'll nerf it, maybe they'll make it scale or or something like that, but kinda, yeah kind of fun to see
0: yeah i I think what i I would like to see um from nullifying oblivion to make it feel a little bit more balanced instead of removing all temporary buffs, maybe it removes um it like shortens the buff by fifty percent or something like that. Or removes a couple of buffs, or removes a buff. I, well, the I just way feel like... I would
1: think it should work would be, like, if uh, if the Oblivion lands on the person who created the effect. Like, for example, if a healer threw Sacred Ground down, they would have to throw the Oblivion on the healer in order for their Sacred Ground to go away. Mm-hmm. You know? That's, that's how yeah. I would assume it would work, but to hear that it doesn't, you know, makes me think maybe that's a way yeah. that they could...
0: Well, Oblivion, you're not, like, casting it. You go in and you, like, you are the epicenter of the circle. You put it down and it just creates a ring like Sacred Ground on the ground. Um, And so everyone in that loses all of their buffs. So that's why it's super easy to just run into the middle of a point. You know, you have someone that's specced with, uh, you know, 150 con, 200 con um, in, like, medium armor so that they can get into the middle put it down and then it doesn't matter if they die because the rest of your army can just melt them you know
1: yeah yeah that's crazy kind of cool though
0: yeah so the the only way around that is if you step out of sacred ground and then step back in then you begin healing again but if you're in it you drop it and they don't move out of it then they just they lose all of that healing Sounds that's
1: cool so are, are you are you trying to run that since you're you play with void gauntlet
0: yeah i spent a lot of money this week uh getting um different things crafted uh I, I crafted a bunch of new armor i i got a new ring and everything made sure that i had nullifying oblivion and um putrefying scream and stuff and i was actually in a war today um that it felt really good, um, and I, I was kind of like off healing. So, um, you know, I was I was support healing on a on a flank squad, but my primary role was like if a, a point was getting pushed and we were outnumbered, my role was to go in, drop Oblivion, drop Putrefying Scream, and let everyone know so that they can, you know, rain down the hammers and the gravity wells. Yeah. Um awesome, so yeah. like my my placement in the war wasn't as good. Like my my points overall weren't great, but I had like 200 assists because like yeah. every everyone in inside of oblivion it counted as an assist if they died. Yeah, <laughs> um so yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um it was it was a fun experience and I in talking with some of the other leaders on our uh server, they are really wanting to double down on the void gauntlet so um i i would say if your server isn't doing this yet um you know whether it's just your faction and you know the main faction you're fighting against is or no one on your server is doing it because they don't realize how powerful it is jump into the void gauntlet make sure you're taking advantage of nullifying oblivion and putrefying scream um because it can turn the tide of of fights so quickly
1: well, it sounds like if also if your server isn't doing this yet, maybe it's a good time to try and grab some of those um, crafting components that, yeah. that give you those. Uh, 100%. Yeah, I, I got to go check and see if I have any of those and see if I can sell any.
0: Yeah. Timeless Void Gauntlet shards. Um, oh, yes. If you can grab components to craft nothingness, which is the uh, 600 gear score legendary Void Gauntlet, um, like do whatever, do whatever you can. Um, because as more people start catching on and start jumping into the void gauntlet meta, you're gonna see prices on all that stuff go up. Um, I, I saw a number of posts on Reddit recently that some people were still um, kind of frustrated with, like the musket, bow meta, or, or you know the great axe, warhammer. So get ahead of the curve if your um, if your server isn't uh, actively pushing a ton of Void Gauntlets yet, uh, because it's a very, very powerful weapon in large-scale PvP, and you want to make sure that you are the ones using it first. So, I, I just wanted to, to talk about that a little bit. I, I thought it was really interesting seeing that, uh, the meta over the last month or so in War's shift as drastically as it has, um, you know, moving away from, a bunch of like musket decks users and stuff, and uh, then away from the the big CC meta towards Void Gauntlet and, um, you know more like anti healing abilities and stuff.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, that's really cool and it's exciting. I think when you know changes like that happen, it it makes me excited to get more into wars because so far I I really haven't at all yet, <laughs> um, but like. I don't know that 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 component itself just kind of adds a whole other like entirely different spectrum to the game that I, I haven't even jumped into it all yet. So very exciting to hear about it.
0: Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun, like theory crafting end game gear specifically for wars and stuff. Like I said, I've spent way more money than I would like to admit on on gear recently. I just bought a uh 599 uh ring with sacred on it the no this is the one one, yeah this is the one that i showed you that i i spent 30k on uh crazy but like it's it you know it has refreshing move which every time i dodge i'm getting cooldown reduction and as a healer you're dodging all the time because you get increased healing after dodging and so like i'm reducing my cooldowns and getting uh yeah it's a it's a passive in one of the trees um so like i'm i'm dodging all the time and so i'm reducing my cooldowns plus it has um sacred on it which is like one of the rarest um crafting mods in the game it only drops from a a handful of locations um and so having sacred on it um Mm -hmm. having it really high gear score having refreshing move like it's it's basically best in slot without being a 600 gear score ring um, for a healer and so i i knew I had to get on it if i wanted to be um, involved in um like wars and and serious pvp because our server is getting sweatier and sweatier as it <laughs> as it comes to pvp so
1: yeah which is cool i i like that i'm excited to get more into it
0: yeah on the other side awesome. of the coin i have been going hard on the aptitude chests yeah yeah i i think i have a couple so I, I have gathering um mining and logging all up to aptitude seven so oh, wow. yeah that's, that's pretty good um skinning for whatever reason takes so long
1: yeah. it's so slow i don't know why i think maybe they were like man it was way too easy to get to 200 for skinning so now yeah. i are gonna make you pay for it on the back end yeah
0: <laughs> exactly exactly but it it took forever. I was farming boars up in um uh Eden Grove for ever. Like mm-hmm. hours, you know, just stacking iron hide. Probably 7000 iron hide that I gathered. And I'm not even at um at aptitude 1 yet. Yeah. So, yeah. or maybe I just hit aptitude Good 1. Mind. Yeah. So, i've been Dang. uh i've been going hard on on the gathering and and the crafting and stuff um I finally have all of my refining up to two hundred um so oh, i can you,
1: you you did get that that's awesome yeah i
0: i i pushed it over the edge before I went out of town uh, because i i knew that I wanted to have that stuff going and and realizing after I, you know, crafted a bunch of things this week how expensive asmodium and and phoenix weave and all that stuff is like God, I have so to just make this stuff myself
1: and you need so much of it if you want mm-hmm. to craft like really high level stuff so yeah good on you for getting those all up to 200 that's great
0: yeah um you know I've been crafting my keys on cooldown making sure that I have all my dungeon keys and stuff in place I've been hoarding those um but it's it's been a lot of fun like i was not interested in the crafting and gathering side of the game for a long time and the aptitude system has been so rewarding that it makes me want to do it and i'll just go out and farm resources for a long time um yeah. i actually i'm a little bit nervous that so they're going to nerf it um just a hair because i, think so. I have 200 vials of azoth in my inventory and i use <laughs> it i use it very liberally i fast travel everywhere now i don't have to walk anywhere <laughs> and i'm still just getting gaining so many bottles of azoth that i like can't even keep up i don't even care yeah. to empty my inventory before i fast travel anymore <laughs> Is 350 azoth to fast travel okay whatever no problem yeah. yeah i've got 200 bottles of uh vials of azoth or whatever, so
1: that's, that's really fine cool. yeah i need to be more like you and fast travel more <laughs> it's it's um, so worth it dude
0: it's so worth yeah. it
1: i, I still so, have so much stuff in my inventory man
0: yeah but that's what you know getting these aptitude chests are for
1: yeah yeah you no, it's true
0: stack all I'll your be, a's I'll off.
1: Be sad if they uh if they nerf that and start not giving as much a's off because it it honestly like I've, I've recently been starting to use it a bit more and like not be as worried about you know, going through all my Azoth so so quickly, and it's very uh freeing <laughs> to feel yeah. like I can just jump around where I need to go.
0: I I think at most before the aptitude system came out, I had like ten vials of Azoth in my inventory at any given time.
1: Yeah, and they were so expensive if you wanted to mm-hmm. buy any. Yep, it was like yeah, they were. And hard, and
0: hard. now they are dirt cheap. Uh, i mean i still think they're gonna continue going down but i i think on our server as of today they're under 20 gold per when right before aptitude they were going for around 100 so that's crazy yeah
1: which by the way guess what charcoal is at as of today
0: oh no is it below 20 cents
1: uh it's like at 20 cents Uh, which feels feels pretty bad people are starting to catch on it's not a big deal yeah i uh I haven't like gone too crazy trying to sell charcoal, but I, I did sell like a few thousand and now it doesn't feel as worth it, but
0: yeah. When, when I was at my heyday of selling charcoal, they were going for like 45 cents per, like I, I was rolling in it. Same with hisop. I've noticed hisop is, uh, is going down in price a little bit on our server. I don't know if that's normal for all servers though. Um, Cause I, I feel like a lot of people are crafting potions right now to try and get aptitude chests and try and level, uh, Arcana. And oh, so they're yeah. just like spam crafting, um, potions, but for whatever reason, hiss up on our, our server is still going down in price. Okay. Um, but, uh, what's going up in price is all of the refined materials. If, if you want to make some money, you can sell star metal ingots, where calcum ingots uh silk is going for a good amount uh layered leather and infused leather is going for a good amount all of those like tier four and tier five refined um or tier three and tier four what is it
1: whatever Uh, i think it's i think it's four and five
0: yeah tier four and tier five uh refined materials are selling for a ton they've gone up like 50 percent in the last week on our server
1: so that's crazy do you know why or is it is it just like a weird little fad thing or no i like a good reason
0: i think there are a couple of reasons behind it one i think timeless shards are encouraging more people to craft more often being able to lock in an attribute and a perk makes it so that you have to deal with rng less and crafting is more rewarding and so people aren't hoarding their material as much uh and so you know, they're either using it or buying more of it on the market, um, to either use that stuff or to combine to hit their cooldowns for Asmodium and, um, you know, Phoenix Weave and all of that. So I, I think that's the biggest one. Um, and I, I think the second reason is, um, People are just naturally progressing in that point to that point in this game where they're okay. They have tons of money, right? A lot of people are sitting on a bunch of money. And so they're okay. Just sitting there trying to roll for best in slot 600 gear score gear. They have their 595 stuff. They want to try and just like min max that as much as they possibly can. And they're sitting on oodles of money.
1: I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to do, you know? I don't know why anyone would have lots of money. That seems like a bad idea.
0: No, it sounds like a great idea. I saw someone selling weaponsmith pants on our uh server today for a hundred and thirty K.
1: Yeah, that's nuts, man. That's absolutely nuts. Yeah. I got a, a couple of the weaponsmithing like I, I have like the hat, which is pretty rare, and I think the shirt is pretty rare. And uh thinking about maybe selling them, but that's my thing, dude. What if I want to be a weaponsmithing? champion one day i won't be able to if i don't have my fancy hat
0: that's fair but on the other side if you decide two months down the road that you want to be a weapon smithing boy stuff will probably be cheaper because there's more in circulation
1: yeah i guess that's true i guess that's true yeah i just need to sell more stuff um speaking of selling more stuff though (laughs) guess what i found that is incredibly valuable what i found precision armoring tools
0: oh dang oh
1: so exciting holy cow that's like exactly what i've been looking for because i've been i've been at 200 armoring for a while now mm-hmm. but i didn't really think it through too much because i got to 200 armoring and was like great I can it's useless like gear score 550 <laughs> stuff which is not very good yeah so <laughs> i need to get my trophies all set up and like the food and yeah, the town
0: buff stuff. and everything yeah
1: yeah yeah so i'm slowly working my way towards that i've got a a basic armoring trophy right now and i just got precision armoring tools so as soon as i get to 200 furnishing i'll be able to make that which is exciting i have loaded dice as well oh nice really cool so i've got i've got like a lot of valuable items mm-hmm. <laughs> that i'm i'm keeping for myself but uh yeah i i do need to start selling stuff more um but that that's cool to hear about the refined materials going for a good amount because that's That's, I think, where I've made the most money in the past is just going Mm -hmm. farming a ton of like layered leather specifically and selling that for a good amount. Um, Man, I did so much of that before the aptitude thing, and I'm really curious where my aptitude would be at. (laughs) Yeah. If that had happened sooner, because I I did a lot of refining and crafting and gathering post 200 before that.
0: I'm glad that I was a, a lazy crafter before this system because
1: lazy crafters are being rewarded yeah it's it's
0: honestly so rewarding like that was my number one motivation to get my logging up if if that like wouldn't have been brought into the game i probably still would be sitting here with 155 logging and just been like whatever i don't care like meh i i'll buy the glittering ebony on the on the freaking marketplace whatever but you know, this system has made it so rewarding and it like, I don't know, it, it's fun to just like turn on some music and go up to Morningdale for two hours and get a bunch of uh, silk and, you know, all of that stuff. I, I've really started to enjoy the gathering grind.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it feels good when you uh when you're getting rewarded for it. I, I mm-hmm. still enjoyed it even before aptitude, but now it's like I just, I, I'm back to where like everything I see I want to pick up. Mm -hmm. which is which is fun fun place to be
0: yeah uh by the way i want to know if you're out of the poverty house yet you've talked about how you have some really valuable stuff what you failed to mention is the screenshot that you sent me in discord a couple (laughs) days ago where you literally had six cents to your name
1: yeah how does that even happen i i literally spent all my money on uh, pure solvent man just trying to get that furnishing up to 200 it's so so grindy
0: but then you um, didn't even have enough money to use it you had it and it was sitting there well, and then you couldn't do I, anything with it
1: yeah yeah i i i got it i got my pure solvent and i had like 50 gold left mm-hmm. which for some reason in my mind was like okay and then as soon as i crafted like the 2000 whatever like mahogany stain that was mm-hmm. um i was down to six cents so
0: I yeah, cannot I just, remember.
1: Just slipped
0: by. Slipped I by. I cannot remember the last time I was below ten k.
1: That's crazy, man. I'm at I'm at twenty five hundred right now, and that's like, if I'm like at five k, I'm like, dang, I'm I'm doing pretty good right now. I, I need to go spend some money.
0: I feel like you perpetually live at twenty five hundred.
1: Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, man. I don't I don't let my money just sit there and rot away doing nothing for me. I spend it. You know, try and but like keep it flowing
0: i i am spending it also like i i bought a bunch of gear i i paid to have a bunch of gear crafted for me i i am making freaking keys every single week that cost me a million dollars in moats and in corrupted runes and things like that so
1: yeah i just need to spend time doing activities that will get me money just for the sake of getting me money instead of like trying to yeah, just have it magically happen as I do other stuff.
0: I bet you have like two thousand infused silk. It, it would no, not surprise I, I me. I don't.
1: I actually have zero infused silk. The only thing I have a lot of right now is infused leather, and that's because ARPG gave me a bunch to make some bags eventually for him.
0: How do you but have I, zero I, I use infused silk? As soon silk. as I
1: get stuff. Yeah, I have zero.
0: What About do you zero. use it for?
1: uh I make stuff dude I, I make lots of phoenix weave that's what I use the infused silk for so I I do have a ton of uh phoenix weave right now which is good hmm. but uh yeah I I use everything that I make pretty quickly
0: that's that's wild to me cuz I'm I'm sitting on like probably a thousand infused leather 700 infused <laughs> silk and I'm still you know I'm making my my runic leather and my my phoenix weave and all that but like I just have so much of that stuff stockpiled that I'll just like shave a little bit off. I'll go sell a hundred on the marketplace. If I'm feeling poor, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, so, I'm going to start doing more stuff. I'm going to get out of the, the poor home and join you in uh, a turn. equivalent of Beverly Hills.
0: You better hurry, man. They're, they're going to put the taxes back to normal and you're not going to know no. what to do with yourself. Can you imagine?
1: That's gonna be a very sad day. Holy cow.
0: Yeah better uh better hurry that up yeah so i'll get there if, if anyone listening is playing on uh u.s east oh, how do you say our server's name is it ogija, ogija?
1: Oh, yeah, I think it's ogija ogija okay.
0: you you know what server it is if you're on it if you're playing on that server lambent sage is his name send him a little donation in game because he's big poor
1: send me a donation i'll write you a small poem it'll be fun yeah
0: it'll be lord of the rings themed
1: i've actually i i was i was uh watch i I was watching someone stream new world and they were talking about people going and being town bards and just like turning on their mic and like actually like playing music or singing or something and people will just give them tips in like that's amazing currency i was like man that is the coolest thing ever that's how i want to make my money except for I, i can't do anything that's worth tipping yeah. But uh I don't know. I'll I'll go and like make a bunch of puns and see if people will throw gold at me. <laughs>
0: when I uh when I was playing the closed beta, um there was someone who spent their entire time in the closed beta sitting on the Windsward Bridge, uh completely naked, uh and just kept typing in area chat over and over, um, like donations for the poor. And they just sat there and people would come up and like give them ten gold or whatever. And they just sat on the bridge the entire time. So
1: Sounds like a very rewarding way to play this game. That's yeah, great.
0: Totally. <laughs> All right, That's Joe. Funny, let's catch some lore with Joby's okay. lore lowdown. Episode three. And then episode
1: we'll 30. take it on home. Okay. Let me just pull open my uh my lore book here. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about a cool little place. Um down in Reekwater called stileo Seco. do you know where that is
0: uh is that the like little ancient temple in the oh. southeast corner
1: yep yep i'm very proud of you i'm glad that you knew what that was well, see i had to one. go
0: back and forth there a bunch because that's where the 580 void gauntlet quest is so
1: oh yeah yeah i guess that makes sense yeah cool area i like that place a lot it, uh-huh. it, i think it has the same layout as like or at least a similar layout to like Scorpius or uh yeah. the other the other one like that. But uh it's a cool place. Um so Requater, obviously, uh with regards to lore is primarily kind of dominated by the story of the Siren Queen. Mm-hmm. Right? And the the big elite area there um is is kind of her her domain, her territory. Mm-hmm. Um and the siren queen, I think, is like I think her her story and that whole situation going on down there is probably the coolest like uh bit of lore in the game to me at least um but this this is kind of just like a little bit of a side story that that pertains to her um so there's there's a guy that's kind of investigating uh cilio secco and trying to discover a little bit more about like what the ancients were doing there and something that they talk about in their journal is that uh, the Siren Queen's crew um, like combed over that area and took all the ancient relics with them back to their, their fortress. Um, and and they they find like a, a tablet or something that had fallen in between like a, a deep crack or whatever that the, the Siren Queen's crew missed. Um, and it like basically draws the ancient guardians to it. Um, if if he, like, you know, touches it or invokes it or whatever. Um, but it, it was really interesting to kind of think about, I guess, like, the the Siren Queen's crew being lost, right? Um, mm-hmm. Trying to to work with and discover more about the Ancients. Because the Ancients, their primary thing was that they had control over Azoth. Which is, like, some in some strange, vague way related to the soul. And the Lost don't have their souls. Mm-hmm. And if you read a lot of the Siren Queen's, like, journal entries and stuff, she's a bit remorseful about her kind of fall to uh, <laughs> insane, um, you know, ruler of this, like, soulless crew and, and, and eventual, like, civilization. Um, and it makes me wonder if maybe there was a bit of, like, a a research project going on where they were trying to figure out, is there a way to fix this or a way to, you know, get the soul back or, or you know, re- return... A bit of the person's character back to them if they were lost at some point because the siren queen is lost but she has complete control over her like you know she's still herself but she just doesn't have a soul Mm -hmm. Um, whereas other lost don't have a soul and are therefore not themselves so kind of an interesting thing there lots of like open questions and implications that that could be investigated further you know if if they start to drop more more story bits with areas like the siren queen's place and stuff like that yeah so some interesting food for thought that that is it for today
0: very cool thank you for being a huge dork and telling me these stories so that i don't have to read them in game
1: i I gotta know you're at least like mildly interested in the story of this game that you play so much of right or is it all just just numbers and cool pirate outfits
0: here's the thing i like having you explain the lore to me i don't like reading the notes that's boring
1: see that's the part that's fun to me is is discovering the the neat neat little tidbits and connections in the notes yeah and there's a ton of them like they were really good about writing interesting stuff in this game it's just like
0: it sounds like
1: a layer of mmo gameplay that is kind of difficult to to look past
0: yeah, it sounds like it. That's why I enjoy hearing it from your mouth directly. It's great. I'm sure all of our listeners appreciate it too. It yeah, gives them sure a little more their, context. Their yeah, gives them a little more context after they kill the Lazarus boss boss for the hundred fiftieth time. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. Which is a cool thing to do. Did we talk about that? That we did that. We did. We did. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did it for a second time, and it was it was exciting. That's I, a very fun fun part of the game.
0: I've ran it like 15 times.
1: Oh, I've still only done it <laughs> twice. I'm not hardcore like you, I guess. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm out here paying for keys, bro. Like it's nice. it's getting real. There are some people. I saw a dude posting in global chat the other day saying that he was charging 5k per slot for Lazarus. What? Yeah. That seems a little much for me. Nuts, dude. Yeah. Jeez. But people are willing <sighs> to pay 3k without even thinking about it to run last. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think once I get my furnishing to 200, I'm going to, like, calm down a little bit on trying to level all my all my things and just spend a little bit more time maybe trying to build out, like, a good PvP uh, build and, like, set of gear and stuff and maybe make some money. Yeah. We'll see. Because I've been, like, really hard focusing on leveling up everything, so.
0: Maybe one day you'll make some money.
1: Maybe. We'll see.
0: Maybe one day. Stay all right, tuned. guys. Thank you all so much for listening to Faction Wars this week. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, Make sure you give us a review over on Apple Podcasts. Apple's doing this new thing where you can't just go and subscribe to a channel and then immediately leave a review. You have to actually download and play an episode to be able to leave a review. So if you're listening on other platforms and you want to help us out, it helps us a ton within Apple's algorithm to gain those reviews. So if you can, you know, go download an episode, let it play while you're sleeping or something, leave us a review there and then listen on your, your platform of choice after, uh, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, if you want to support the channel even more, you can go over to patreon.com slash NDS podcasts. That is the mother brand i think is what we'll call it the mother brand of faction wars uh not only will you get uh you know faction wars on a um unique feed and everything over there uh you'll get access to the dual screens discord uh you'll be able to um right into the shows uh including crossplay podcast and the uh, dual screens podcast so um definitely definitely go check that out just like our patreon producers H paul colton the apprentice nestler and vegas girl on fire we'll be back next week hopefully with some news on the january ptr i'll tell some stories about how i probably got sick at ces um And until next time, keep smashing those ancient bones. Yeah. Peace.